Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Eric. That was an amazing presentation. Um, similar to Eric, I also work a little bit in the Shopify space. My role is currently with the town of Milton. I'm the Digital Service Squad Coordinator. So basically what that means is that I work with all the small businesses here in Milton to be able to help them to establish their online presence, establish their marketing plans, um, and do that through various workshops, coaching, one-on-one -on -one support. Um, I also do training on things like Canva, Hootsuite, uh, Shopify, Square, um, and some of the other web platforms as well. So if you're struggling with any of those, connect with me and I can assist you. Um, as Mike mentioned, we're going to focus mostly on LinkedIn. Um, so I kind of took a workshop that I usually would give in about an hour and a half, condensed it down to about a 10-minute presentation for you on uh, tech, tech startups specifically. So hopefully it's a little more geared towards you. We're not going to go too in-depth, but we will... Oh, I was like, why do I have a spotlight on me? <laughs> the, uh, so we won't go too in-depth, but um, I'm happy to elaborate on anything that you have questions on. So first of all, uh, this is the QR code that takes you to the Milton DSS page. If you want to book a one-on-one -on -one consult through me, to me, um, you can, or with me, you can do that through this QR code. Also after, uh, so sometimes tonight or tomorrow morning, I will load this presentation as well onto that link tree. So if you get a chance, go ahead and take a picture of that. We'll have it at the end as well. So, little recap just on DSS quick is what if you don't have a website, a lot of you are starting your businesses now, you've maybe just barely started to establish your business plan or you have an idea like Eric and you're not sure where it's going to take you. If you're looking to develop a website but you maybe don't have programming experience or you just want to hurry and get something out there, the Shop Here program is a really good program to access. Um, they will build you a website either on Shopify, Square or Lightspeed. So if you're looking to get that done, all you really need is a business registration number here in Ontario. So once you have that, go to the Shop Here program website and you can get started right away. Um, why is LinkedIn essential for any startup? So LinkedIn is essential because it's the world's largest professional network. So if you want to be able to access investors, um, other professionals, there's over 930 million users worldwide. And it provides a platform to showcase your services, your products, your expertise, um, so that you can engage with those industry leaders and build those lasting relationships. Eric touched a little bit as well on relationship building and kind of that good customer service initiative. So making sure that people are first, right? It's going to be the people that are really going to help you to succeed. And without people and without those good relationships, you're not going to be as successful. So it allows B2B startups to target your decision makers and key influencers within your industry. So that is very important. Here's a couple of LinkedIn profiles that I kind of highlighted. Here we have the man of the hour, Mike Schoss, in the top right corner. Um, we have Sylvia in the top left. She was integral in the AI drone development for the Milton District Hospital. Um, and so that was her profile there. And then Jennifer is just kind of a leader in the digital marketing uh, space. So I thought they all had really well laid out profiles. So you can see kind of a nice header image that kind of gives a preview as to what they're looking for or kind of some ideas as to what they might be providing. Um, and then some good titles in there, um, kind of, of what they're doing and then a description. Now, all of these were created in what we call creator mode. So creator mode, oh, I'll touch on that in a second. So 
If you haven't already set up a personal profile, this slide will kind of walk you through the process. Um, a lot of people come to me and they say, should I get a free account? Should I get a premium account? It's really up to you and where you're at in the process. So if you're just starting out, you're just establishing your LinkedIn presence, start with a free plan. That way you don't feel the rush to hurry and try to throw in things. Um, just having that established presence is really going to help you um, as you're starting to network. If you're looking to really move into that next stage, you've already kind of gotten your startup established and you're trying to kind of go to market or you want to kind of test the waters, you want to see how many people are interested in what's happening, maybe at that point you want to move into a more premium plan so that way you get a chance to see who's searching your profile, who's reaching out to you. It gives you a couple more features there. Um, so that's kind of the distinguish between the two. As far as claiming your custom URL, so when you create your profile, it'll give you kind of just a random um, name. So it'll be linkedin.com slash whatever. Um, and so you just need to go in and establish what you want your public profile and URL to say. So make sure that you do that. It's, it looks rather unprofessional if your LinkedIn profile says 10242 versus your name. So go ahead and uh, make sure that you do that. Also, complete the information. So pages that have a complete profile and complete information get 30% more weekly views. So if you really want people to find you on LinkedIn, make sure that you have a complete profile, that you've put in your work history, you've changed that URL, you've established like what are the key phrases and words and headline text that you want people to know you for, um, and that you've started to get those recommendations from people as well as started to kind of establish some posts and you're liking and you're engaging with other people's posts. So make sure that you have all those pieces. Um, and then also figure out what are a couple of hashtags that you want to really represent what you're doing as a person, right? So, so far we've talked about establishing your personal profile within LinkedIn. So I want to make that note because it's a little bit different when you're talking about establishing your business page versus your personal profile. So your personal profile is your opportunity to build credibility for yourself. You've worked hard. You've had a lot of life experiences. You've worked hard within your career. You've worked hard to build a name for yourself. Be proud of that and get the people that you've worked with along the way, your different colleagues, different clients, people that you've worked with to give you those recommendations. Don't be afraid to ask for those. If you've really built those relationships, they're happy to offer that in, in response. So what is creator mode? So we showed those through profiles. They were all created in creator mode. So what creator mode does is that it's designed for content creators initially, but it's also great for entrepreneurs, freelancers, and a bunch of other people. And what it does is it gives you access to additional content. So you wanna make sure that once you've established your LinkedIn profile and as you're starting to build followers or starting to kind of create those relationships with people, that you're providing good content so that people want to continue to interact with you, right? So all of us, who here has a personal Facebook page? Probably most of the people in the room. Uh, or a Instagram page. Who here is already on LinkedIn? Personally. Okay, perfect. So almost everyone in the room is already established on LinkedIn. That's great. Who here has updated their LinkedIn within the last six months? Almost everyone as well. How about within the last six days? Not as many people. So that's okay. You don't necessarily need to update it on a regular basis, but you should be at least adding or engaging with content on a weekly basis. So find things that interest you and find things that help you to stay on top. 
Who here listens to a podcast on a regular basis? Okay, perfect. And why do you listen to those podcasts? Anybody? Well, to get information or learn. Perfect. So what if you could get similar information in quick little spurts through LinkedIn? Would that be helpful? Exactly. So engaging with content and getting kind of those quick little pieces is really important. We do a lot of that as we're kind of mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. I know I spend a lot of time mindlessly scrolling. Um, and I found that recently I've scrolled more through LinkedIn and there's some really good valuable insights. And the more you engage with content that's relevant to you, the more that content will populate for you. So it's a great way to kind of get involved. So what does creator mode do? It elevates your visibility and branding, it increases engagement, and it's easier discovery and network expansion. The only negatives to going into creator mode is that you can get a little bit of content overload because there's a lot of content that will be coming in and you have to be able to kind of filter that and determine what your brand positioning is. So you don't want to go ahead and just start all of a sudden start sharing a bunch of content because if it doesn't align with your brand goals, then it may be a little bit detrimental to what you're doing. And then also a risk of being inauthentic by not having that lack of depth and then also offers limited benefit for passive users as well. So if you're really not involved on LinkedIn, you just have a presence there, um, maybe you're not ready to kind of switch on that creator mode and you can do that at any time. So how to set up a business page. So this is kind of just the instructions. I'm not going to go into that. It's just there so that if you need to, you can look back through. And that brings us to what should you be posting? So you want to make sure, as I mentioned, that all of your information aligns with what you're looking to do for your values and your branding. So a lot of times I meet with tech startups that really don't have a clue. They have a great idea, a great concept, uh, but they're not really sure what they want to have as their values and what they want to kind of position themselves with. They just love the product that they've created, right? So you really have to kind of walk through and kind of determine, okay, what is the longevity of this and what is the thing that uh, is going to make it stand out? What makes it unique? What's going to give them that fingerprint, that, that unique identity, right? So ensure all content aligns with that startup's values and offers a unique perspective or solution to a common pro problem within the industry. So I highlighted unique perspective or solution because you have to think through, okay, why is this going to be important? Why is someone else going to value it? And then really highlight those features. And then as we talk about marketing, we talk about keeping in mind the 411 rule. So you don't want, um, it's kind of like when you go to apply for a job and you're writing your resume, it seems very much focused about you, right? But as the employer's looking at it, they're trying to figure out how you're going to fit within their company culture. How are you going to... How are you going to add to that company? What value are you going to provide? So as you're looking at creating content for your LinkedIn profile, for your Facebook, for any type of social media, even for um, anything where you're going to be interacting with people, is make sure that for every piece of information that you post directly about your company or about yourself, that you're also using four different types of, um, or that you're in addition to that posting from four different sources as well. So that way it's not just about your, <coughs> sorry, I'm on the tail end of a cold. So it's not just about your business, that it's about 
um, what you can provide with the industry and what kind of relationships and what kind of value you can add to others as well, not just talking about yourself. So I'll give myself a talking break here for a second. What was the last meaningful uh, connection that you made, either in person or online? <coughs> Anyone want to share? That's awesome. Yeah, every relationship that you build doesn't have to have a payout at the end of it, right? Um, as long as it's mutually beneficial to the people that you're interacting with, then it's a great place to start. So working to build or maintain ethical relationships or networks contacts or contacts with people who are or may be potentially helpful in achieving related goals and establishing advantages, right? So we're all here for the same purpose, right? Who here likes innovation? Who here is established in Milton or the surrounding area? Wow, look, we have so much in common already. So, and who here wants to see your business grow? Perfect, we were all meant to be together. So how to request connections. So like you see here at this networking event, it's a great opportunity to get to know other people that are in the same boat as you, right? No one here is leading a Fortune 500 company at the moment. No one here has uh, no need for anyone else, right? We're all kind of in this boat where we want to network with other people, we want to help each other grow, and we want to help each other to create innovation that's going to drive our society, right? So how do you request connections? Be genuine. Don't use automated responses, right? So don't just say, hi, I'd like to connect. Like, don't use the basic LinkedIn connection phrases, right? give a little bit of value. So if you're gonna connect with someone that you met here today, then you wanna make sure that you say, hi Michelle, my family loved that popcorn. Thank you so much for providing it to me. I'd love to connect with you and have a virtual coffee to discuss this, right? Is that a more meaningful conversation than if I said, hi Michelle, I'd like to connect. And then she has to think like, where do I know this chick from, right? So make a reminder of how you met this person if you did meet them in person. And then also talk about something that you have in common, right? If you like their tennis shoes or if you like something else, like just remind them about the good conversation that you had and that great first impression. And if you can do that, then it really helps you to establish that relationship. So try to be as personal as possible without being too personal, right? Like you, you're not best friends with this person. So you don't want to be like, how's the wife? How's the kids? Like, and seem stalker-esque, okay? So LinkedIn groups, what are LinkedIn groups? So LinkedIn groups are a great opportunity to find those like-minded people, just like you are here. We essentially are a LinkedIn group, right? So you wanna create, you wanna join different LinkedIn groups that are gonna help you to advance and they're gonna help you to talk with like-minded people, have those virtual coffees, have those virtual meetups, 
um, people that you can discuss with, right? So they provide a place for professionals in the same industry with similar interests to share insights and experiences, right? To build those valuable connections. So how to find groups, again, just kind of a quick tech piece. And then, ta-da, Mike has already created your first LinkedIn group to join. So who here is already a member of Milton Innovation Community? Okay, for those of you that are not, you have some work to do tonight. You must go on and click the join now button. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a great group to join. I think that when I looked earlier, you had like 30 something followers, which is great considering the fact that it was just created a couple weeks ago. So um, it's always great to hop on right at the beginning of these groups too, because you can kind of help to um, work through the narrative of what's going to be discussed in the groups. So then that way you can help to kind of propel your own agenda within the group as well, right? So look for opportunities or groups with similar customers. So for example, I talked to people about how, how can you network if you're all kind of selling the same thing? Well, no one in here I think is selling the exact same thing, right? Is anyone else selling a drop shipping inventory app? Anyone? No, okay. Is anyone else a personal coach for small businesses? No. Uh, is anyone else offering marketing support to small businesses? Maybe two. Okay, three, okay. But I'm sure there's different things that we can differentiate in as well, right? So it's not like that we're all in complete competition with one another, we're all here to help each other grow. So as you're kind of looking for these opportunities, look for things that may be similar. So social media trainers might be a great connection to work with web developers because even though I'm a pro at social media or um, different networking opportunities, I may not know how to web de develop websites, right? I can market them, but maybe I can't develop them. So it might be a great way for us to share customer base. Engineers or software developers, maybe the software side is kind of lacking on the engineer side, so you can work together. Information security and computer systems analysts, IT specialists and AI strategists, right? There's a whole slew of different combinations that we can make. Maybe me and Michelle could work really well together because we're both working with the small business community and that we can filter through things that way, right? Maybe there's a lot of different connections that we have where we could kind of ship people to different places. I connected with, sorry, I forget, Mohammed? Yes, is a newcomer here to Canada. When I gave my presentation um, back for Small Business Week in October, I met with a guy named Rashid. He has a great YouTube following here. He's, um, he helps new immigrants to Canada to establish their businesses here. So I made that connection to him. <coughs> I apologize. So looking for opportunities to share the network that you have with other people that could help to benefit them. <coughs> I apologize. So introduce and engage. Provide value and insights before promoting your own agenda, right? No one wants you to just have met them and say, hey, will you build this website for me and at some point I'll pay you. Does anybody want to make a connection like that? No. Um, you want to make sure that the connections that you're making here are not just one-sided, that you're trying to, and when I say here, I mean both within this community and on LinkedIn. They go hand in hand. So everyone in the room is worth talking to. Be authentic. Collaboration should be mutually beneficial. So find ways that as you're talking to people, don't just think through, okay, what am I gonna say about my business? Think about, 
okay, how does what they're doing impact me? Or is there a way that I can make that connection, right? Whether that's in real life or whether it's in LinkedIn groups, treat them the same, right? So just because they're behind a computer screen and you may not interact with this person in person, you wanna make sure that you're establishing that relationship. So just like we said, would you go to someone that you just met and ask them for something significant? Probably not. So once you've joined a group, make sure that you're looking through um, and that you've read the rules and regulations, make sure that you've shared content that adds value and that you engage with other group members' posts. So next steps would be to create and update your personal LinkedIn profile and your business page profile. So if you haven't yet created a business page, I think we've established that everyone already has a personal page. And then secondly, join relevant groups, including innovation if you haven't done that yet. And then also create content and interact with users um, and build those valuable connections. So that's kind of your next steps as you're working through your, your uh, LinkedIn kind of strategy. Um, after this, this is kind of just the basics. So once you've kind of dabbled in that and you've kind of established all those things, then we could talk more about lead generation strategies and advertising on LinkedIn and some of the other things that are a little more in depth. But this is a great base to just get you started. So if you have any questions, please go ahead, um, scan my QR code or come get one of my business cards. I'm happy to sit down and have another discussion with you um, or answer any questions that you might have. Thanks, Mike, for the opportunity. And thank you all for coming. Bye.